Welcome to the Motivational Speech Podcast. You are listening to Mr. Jim Quick. He is a brain coach, mind well trainer, and is noted for his speed reading and memory techniques. For two decades, Jim Quick has worked as a brain coach to students, seniors, entrepreneurs, teachers, and advisors to many of the world's leading CEOs and celebrities. He also wrote a book that has become the number one New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller. Check the description below to get this book for free. Welcome back, Quick Brain. Here's your question of the day. How can travel make you smarter? How can it help you to build more brain power? And I'm excited about this conversation, especially because I, I love to travel. I didn't start traveling till I was later in life, but I have like the person who travels more than anyone I know, Aggie. And some of you follow her on social media already. And you know, she's a travel influencer and she's an upcoming author. I can't wait for your book to come out with Random House. Thank it's you so much. so exciting. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm super, super honored. Yeah. I'm a big fan, Jim. So, oh, this is amazing. I know so we did some things on, uh, on social media together about learning languages, yes. like learning more words every day yeah. when you're in different countries. And a hundred word challenge. A hundred word challenge. Yeah, per country. And it was really, really um, successful uh, among my community. And then when I stopped it this year, they're like, hey, Aggie, you're not doing the hundred word challenge anymore. I'm like, oh, I'm trying. It's been hard and you have to really put a lot of right. effort, but you did give me uh, some tips. So it's a little easier. Amazing, amazing. Musical, uh, classical music. Right, maybe. we talked about all the, well, well maybe uh, maybe we could do something together. Yeah, that was and we could really, really helpful. Link to this, this episode. Um, learning languages is so, so powerful in terms of travel. Mm -hmm. So that that's kind of an obvious one, but you know, when you go to a country and you're deeply immersed and you have to learn the language. I have, a, we have a friend, uh, Quincy Jones, who speaks, who's spoken at our events, the famous music producer, and he says, you have to go to know. You yeah. have to go to know. I wanna give some uh, brain hacks around, around travel, like how travel could build your, uh, your ability to learn. Because I really think people should learn to travel and then travel to learn. Because today, classrooms, they don't have four walls yeah. anymore. And so you were telling me when we met a while back, you were telling me about this incredible story. And I, I don't want like, I want to start with this just to give people some context. This specific adventure you were sailing. Yes. Yes. So um, I was 25 years old. I lived in Sydney and I hit a quarter life crisis. It was like, surely there's more to life than just working a corporate job, which I had at that time. And I bought a boat on eBay, a sailboat on eBay. On eBay from Mexico because that was like sounds very sounded very legitimate um, and we basically uh, my then partner and I flew from Australia to Mexico we showed up the boat needed a lot of work I've never built I've never been on a sailboat before ever in my life neither of us have ever sailed but I was like surely it can't be that hard it, yeah the spoiler alert is it was super hard and obviously I underestimated how hard it is to sail and yeah, it's dangerous, but that basically that whole experience defined me. It was a year of being out in the ocean. The longest time I didn't see a single human or land was 54 days. Wow. And just totally by yourself with your thoughts, which is uh, it teaches you. So you had not, never sailed before and never. going from Mexico to Australia. Yeah. Okay. 
Not yeah. a good idea. I don't I don't recommend it to other people. But I, it was life changing for me because like first of all, thought management, you have a lot of thoughts, you're stuck with them for the longest time. And you really have to be able to manage your brain because brain is your biggest enemy because it's the mental game, right? Like you're in a storm and you have to believe you can do it. So from that perspective, I, I feel like it's trained me to to see how powerful my brain is and it really is up to me whether I can survive or not just based on the fact how I feel about the experience which is very different to how people what usually people think that it will make you smarter of course but I think there is just this, this psychological part of brain that I owe to traveling which is being resilient being uh, being yeah being in control of my own thoughts and my brain the, the brain is incredibly resilient but it, it requires that challenge because with challenge comes yeah. change yeah. and so i can't even imagine managing your mind for all those all those weeks solo alone you've never scaled before and then so how did you control that did you have any doubt in your mind? Did constantly. you have negative thoughts? Yeah. Oh my God, constantly. I was like, okay, this is it, I'm gonna die. I've been in storms that, uh, you know, some of the waves had like 25, uh, they were 25 feet tall. And I was like, oh my God, that's it. Like I've seen those waves in movies, like people don't get out of it alive. But I was just like, no, I can do it, I can do it. And then basically, I think the only way, every time I tell people what I did, the kind of storms I faced and survived with my lack of experience, with not having autopilot, satellite phone, nothing. And they said, it's a freaking mar miracle. And I'm like, yes, but it also the power of brain and telling myself every day, I'm not, I can't die here. Like this, like my brain can do this. I can, I think like genuinely my, the power of my subconscious mind has helped me um, make it through because I just believe that there's no other way. It's like, I'm not dying here. I'm like, no, I have to make it happen. So. And you had that certainty and that belief and it came from within, even when the environment yeah, didn't and you support just, you. Yeah, and just weeding out the negative thoughts, they're obviously coming every day and there are no distractions. Like, turns out I have uh, motion sickness, uh, seasickness, so I couldn't even read. I was speaking <laughs> up for like three weeks straight. I couldn't even read. There was no electronics, nothing. So it's just like, it's you and your brain. So I was meditating. I had out of the body experiences meditating for an hour or two. So that was really, I, I feel like this is the, the time of my life where I realized how powerful my brain is. Because right. my idea of brain being powerful was like, remember 500 numbers or like, you know, I, I studied uh, business management at the University of Sydney and the smart kids were the ones who could remember the most, like right. memory wise. So I wasn't familiar with this idea of the power of the brain being something that can used to yeah to survive or like to make my give me hope and that's just like i love that part of the brain that's just now you're not recommending people sail across an ocean for no. months at a time and if they've never definitely done not. that and they're and definitely they're... not but definitely challenging yourself because i feel like i've grown so much as a person and i've become so much smarter and more under, like more open-minded and i think this would travel travel traveling makes you question things and i think I'm not a brain expert, but I feel like once you question, you become more intelligent because you don't assume mm -hmm. and you don't think, take things for granted. You don't, you start analyzing patterns and looking for your own way. Right. Yeah. And that kind of like perhaps creates, uh, you create, connections you do create new pathways a hundred percent. You know, one of the ways of doing it actually is just, is through novelty. Novelty yeah. and nutrition. Oh, that's me. I remember. Right? Yeah. That's so and imagine your people are immersing themselves in new environments. And that's 
people don't realize um, when I mentioned Quincy Jones, he speaks about 23 languages. Now music has a different, it has an effect and enables yeah. part of that because music and musical centers and, and language yeah. centers. But also he says he travels so much because he, again, that phrase, you have to go to know because he has a deep appreciation for people and the individual cultures, language, art, uh, literature, the foods. Yeah. I mean, it's full sensory experience. and. Absolutely. And I find that it's um, just seeing how other people live or like trying to make sense of a situation where you don't understand the language. Mm. All of these things trigger your brain to, yeah, to like, uh, to grow. So it forces you to have that wonder and fascination because when there's something you don't understand, your brain needs that certainty and, and tries to figure yeah. it out. I, I personally like love traveling and I always like I, if I'm any any way remotely a cool person, I owe it to traveling because it has made me kind of more um, understanding because I just see that there is no right or wrong way to do things. I see everyone does things differently and then I can just, I was able to form my own way of living and live by design, not default. Because when I lived in Poland up until 19 years old, this is how you do things and this is normal. And then you go to another country, it's like, oh, this is, people do it completely differently. And then in the US, so I'm like, oh, actually, how do I want to live my life? And how do, what's the norm for me? And, you know, we live in a society where we think that speaking two languages is crazy uh, challenging, right? And most people in the US only speak one language. Right. And then you hear Quincy Jones, 23 languages, and it's like, oh, that's abnormal. Right. And like, you make the norm, right? So traveling opens you that. up to these, what, what is normal? And like, you know that right? joke that, um, you know, what do you call somebody who speaks two languages? It's a bilingual, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. What oh, yeah, do you yeah. speak when three languages is Tri trilingual? What about one language? American. Oh. <laughs> and it's, yeah. but it's a statement also, I, I could appreciate when you're saying when you go there, it gives you an appreciation because it's, it's, it's hard to judge somebody else when you're there with them and you're, you're on, because uh, it's not just about you know, when you're talking about classrooms, it's not just walls. It's when you cross borders. I, I cannot agree more. And I, I always have a little challenge that whenever I hear something really negative about a country, I'm like, okay, I want to go and experience it myself because most likely there's a lot of media, there's a lot of misunderstanding. Um, so whenever I like, oh, when I went to Saudi Arabia or Jordan, countries like, you know, being right into Syrian border, I'm like, I want to understand how people, how is it really dangerous? Like, how do people live? What do they think about Americans? What is their perspective of what's going on? And every time I can believe um, how different the perspective is to what we think is right. So again, it's just like, it still gets me that there's something that I didn't think about. Like it's yet another angle to look at things. And that's exciting. I mean, I, like I said, I owe everything to traveling because I find that you just meet people, languages, different flavors. I mean, like even different right. smells that like, like, oh, I've never smelled this, uh, the smell before i've never eaten the salad like there's always new recipe there's always so so much novelty in traveling that it just keeps me on my toes and keeps me uh, wanting to grow and learn so what would your advice be to somebody who's listening or watching this right now i know you talked uh about some of this in your tedx talk and we'll make sure you put a link in our in our show notes for that because that's incredible Thank what you. advice would you give to somebody who who hasn't traveled much um, because either they don't feel comfortable about it or some people 
think that it's going to cost a lot of money. And now you've, you didn't always start going to the most amazing resorts no. and. No, I mean, just being super honest and direct, like I was super poor. I grew up in Poland. I made $1 an hour. I was like, surely I can figure this out. Surely I can find a way to travel. And I did, you know, so there, there are ways to find a cheaper ticket. You just have to be resourceful. And I think being resourceful, it's another thing that traveling teaches you. So my advice would be, A, be patient with yourself. I know you hear uh, to my story and you're like, wow, I could never do that. I'm not a traveler. I'm a, I'm a tourist. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Whatever your comfort zone is, step out of that, you know, and go slowly but surely outside of it. Because to me, going to a five-star resort, all-inclusive, not even learning a single word, not even connecting with locals, even if you do go to a five-star resort and that's your wish and you're just like, I just want to chill, talk to a local uh, server or someone who works at the front desk and ask them five questions about their culture. Ask them to teach you a word, like try to order from the menu. I love actually traveling and seeing the menu because I always compare because they put it in most resorts in both languages. So mm -hmm. you can try to make out what means what. And yeah, even if you come back uh, with a couple of recipes, like from Greece, I got back from Greece, same as you. And I was like, I was eating Greek salad in LA for breakfast, lunch and dinner after I came back because it's like, oh, it's so good. So yeah, so um, I think just be open, right? And just uh, embrace and take advantage of the value that travel can make you a smarter uh, person. And getting out of our own routine is, is, is useful in itself. They don't have to travel across the world. Some people haven't been yeah, yes. just across their their community or their state or their even parts of their own city they haven't even explored. Yeah, and I, I just realized, so now I travel a lot, so I kind of forgot what it used to be like. But back in the day, I would I had this grand idea of what I want to do in the morning. I'll wake up, you know, brush my teeth with my left hand, write down my dreams. You know, <laughs> I, I, was, I was always a fan of Jim Quick. So I was like, you know, journal, meditate, go to the gym. And then he started slacking off. And then I would go on a trip. And that was like a brand new start because I came back from a trip. Mm. And that was my excuse to break my bad routines, my bad patterns, because it's so much harder when you're actually in the same routine to all right. of a sudden go to the gym but when you're on a trip make it make make it a a, a resolution i want to change one thing about my morning mm -hmm. when i come back and it's so much easier when you're inspired from a new trip and a new place to add the one thing you always wanted to add to your morning because you just come back so refreshed and your routine is gone so you can right. create yourself from scratch i, I love to do it all the time I love that that you mentioned that because sometimes our environment keeps us a certain way. It, yeah. it, it, it creates triggers for you. So when you do it, you go into this unconscious pattern. But yeah. when you go into a new environment, you could be conscious again and self-aware. You are, and you definitely are. You start to pay attention to the things that you you stop paying attention to because that was your routine. So even though you, you can, I like I always wanted to be, you know, the female gym quick and do all these things. It's like life happens and you slack, right? right? But then when I traveled, I was like, oh, cool. Now I'm back to 5.30 wake up call and I can I can do all these things because uh, there is no, there isn't, there is no routine anymore because I was right. gone for two weeks. I can just create myself all from scratch and it's amazing. And people could do this again. Anytime at a meta level, people listening to this, they could take these little micro trips or micro travels, even if it's just a day or yeah, a couple days a day or even a weekend to be able to do that and do it in a way that's that's affordable but the benefit is huge i think so yeah i here's the challenge for everybody is to take a screenshot of this episode 
and tag Aggie. Uh, where where would they find you on Instagram? At Aggie, that's it. That's yeah. perfect. And <laughs> at Jim Quick. And what I want you to do is to share your favorite place that you've ever been. And I would love for you to also share the place that you most want to go. What's on your personal emotional bucket list? So again, you're taking a screenshot of this or you're taking a picture of yourself or you're making a video, tag Aggie, tag myself and share with us the play, your favorite place that you've ever been and the place that you most want to go. I'm very excited about this challenge because yeah, um, yeah, I'm having, you learn so much about uh, from other people about places, so yes. how about Places is, is so important also to human memory. We remember things, places we go. So I'm looking forward to seeing your uh, your very favorite places. And as always, I'll, I'll repost some of my some of my most inspiring favorites that I see there. And then we have a very special gift that we'll send out uh, to a handful of you also this week. Thanks for being on the show, Aggie. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. See you somewhere around the world, Jim. Welcome to the Motivational Speech Podcast. You are listening to Mr. Jim Quick. He is a brain coach, mindwell trainer, and is noted for his speed reading and memory techniques. For two decades, Jim Quick has worked as a brain coach to students, seniors, entrepreneurs, teachers, and advisors to many of the world's leading CEOs and celebrities. He also wrote a book that has become the number one New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller. Check the description below to get this book for free.